Any particular verse? Chapter 5, verse 19. Okay. What's that? A high vatar sargo. Yeah. A high vatar dita sargo. A high vatar dita sargo. Let me just read it. A high vatar dita sargo. Yesham samye sitamanaha. Nirdoshan hisamam brahma. Tasma brahmite sitaha. Everyone speaks Romanian, right? Cei <laughs> 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 Ei sunt lipsiți de greșeală ca și brahmani și astfel ei sunt deja situați în brahmani. Egalitatea minții, așa cum este menționată mai sus, este semnul realizării de sine. Cei care au atins un asemenea stadiu trebuie să fie considerați că au cucerit deja condițiile materiale, în mod specific nașterea și moartea. Atunci când o persoană se identifică cu corpul său, el este considerat un suflet condiționat. Dar imediat ce el este elevat la stadiul egalității, prin realizarea sinelui, el este eliberat de viața condiționată. Cu alte cuvinte, el nu mai este supus nașterii în lumea materială, ci poate să intre în lumea spirituală după moartea sa. Domnul este lipsit de defect, de greșeală, pentru că El este fără de atracție și ură. Și El, de asemenea, fără de atracție ură. Similar, când entitatea vie este fără atracție și ură, ea, de asemenea, devine lipsită de greșeală și eligibilă să intre în cerul spiritual. Asemenea, persoane sunt considerate deja eliberate și simptomele lor sunt descrise mai jos. Om Vishnu Graya Krishna Vrishtai Vudai Shri Mahei Bhakti Viranta Swami Tanayamane Namaste Sarasatam Deva Gauravani Vrisharane Nirvishesha Shunivadi Paskatyate Sitarane Bhagavad Gita, two things are explained. În Bhagavad Gita au fost explicate două lucruri. Knowledge of the self. Cunoașterea despre sine. And knowledge of the supreme self. Și cunoașterea despre sinele suprem. And the knowledge of how to become free from material conditions and to come to the spiritual platform of consciousness. Și cunoașterea despre cum să ne eliberăm de condiția materială și să atingem planul spiritual al existenței. These are repeated throughout the Bhagavad Gita. Acestea sunt repetate din nou și din nou în Bhagavad Gita. For instance, in the 18th chapter, Krishna explains a very long process of rising above the three modes of material nature. De exemplu, în capitolul 18, Krishna descrie un proces foarte lung de a depăși modurile naturii materiale. In one's work. In activitățile. In one's knowledge. 
prin cunoașterea noastră, prin inteligența noastră, prin determinarea noastră, prin fericirea noastră. And then when finally one comes to the Brahma Buddha platform. Și în final o persoană după ce depășește modurile naturii atunci atinge nivelul numit Brahma Buddha. Which is characterized by nisoshi, uh, Brahma Buddha Prasanatma, Nisoshiti, Kanshiti, Samak Sarveshu Bhuteshu, Mad Bhakti Mabhate Param. It's characterized by the giving up of hankering and lamentation. Acest mod, această platformă transcendentală este caracterizată prin renunțarea la tânjire și lamentare. Material life means we're hankering for some better material circumstances. Viața materială înseamnă că noi tânjim tot timpul după circunstanțe materiale mai bune. And we're always lamenting that I made so many mistakes in the past or so many things were happened to me which were unfortunate. Și mă lamentez tot timpul pentru greșelile care le-am făcut în trecut sau pentru lucruri care mi s-au întâmplat și care le consider nenorocoase. So either we're lamenting about the past or we're hankering for a better future. Sau ne lamentăm pentru trecut sau tânjim pentru un viitor mai bun. So this is called Itcha Dvesha Samutena Vanva Mohena Bharata Sara Bhutani Samoham That all the entities are born into delusion. Overcome by the dualities of desire and hate. So basically it's quite simple. Everyone wants to become God. And they envy the actual person who's God. And generally anyone who's superior to them. And they're angry that they can't become God. But there is a process of becoming free from these material from this material consciousness. Dar există un proces prin care putem deveni liberi de această conștiință materială. One may take a very long, long process of karma yoga, beautiful activities. O persoană poate să angajeze un proces foarte, foarte lung de karma yoga, activități îndeplinite cu simțul datoriei. Rising up from desiring a better material life. Trecerea de nivelul doririi unei verzi materiale mai bune to the point of understanding that I'm actually a spiritual soul and trying to get free from material conceptions of life and then practicing different types of yoga to actually liberate one's consciousness from, and the soul from material existence. Și apoi practicăm diferite tipuri de yoga pentru a elibera conștiința și sufletul din existența materială. But these generally take a long, long time. And in Kali Yuga, when people have little faith that there's such a thing as a soul, they're not able to 
And they're just overwhelmed by material obligations. Mr. Prophet was in New York. One of his disciples' mothers came, Strayadish's mother, and said, Prabhupada asked her. When will you get your son married? When will you get your son married? So she she said when he can afford it. She <laughs> So Shil Prabhupada was quite surprised. Prabhupada Because in India even the poorest person with practically absolutely nothing has a wife at least. <laughs> even they're driving a rickshaw. Still they're married. And they have a child. Which means they're making something like, you know, two rupees, ten rupees a day or something. Fifty rupees a day. Two euros a day. Still they're able to survive. But in New York at that time, minimum wage being, people would make at least, you know, fifty dollars a day. Dar în New York, în vremea aceea, oamenii câștigau pe zi, poate 50 de dolari pe zi. Even if you're working, you know, breaking bricks, you make at least 50 dollars a day. Chiar dacă lucrezi și faci cărămiți, câștigi atâta. Still, they cannot afford to get married. Totuși nu-și permit să se căsătorească. Because if you're making 100 rupees a day in India, your rent costs you only maybe 10 rupees a day. And if you're making fifty dollars a day in America, then the rent is forty dollars. <laughs> and the air is another ten. <laughs> so Kali Yuga has become very complicated. Generally it's Many people can't even, as it says in Spanish, no tengo espacio para caer me muerto. No tengo espacio. I don't have room. I, I don't have enough room even to fall head on. No, I'm sufficient. What we should have said more. An expression. I'm so poor. I can't even afford to. I can't even afford to fall down dead. Your expression is quite young, I understand, but it's not the sack and couldn't permit it some more. So that's generally in Kali Yuga, people can't even afford to die. <laughs> There were people working, as probably said, very hard for a life of very short duration. And therefore they have very little time to actually hear about spiritual life. 
Și din cauza aceasta au foarte puțin timp să asculte despre viața spirituală. What they speak of active practice. Ce să mai spunem de a o practica? And people's minds, as we know, mandas, manda samanda matayo, manda bhagyo, 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 People are lazy, unlucky, misguided, and above all, always disturbed. Oamenii sunt lemeși, îndrumați, creșit și totdeauna tulburați. So in this age of Kali, people have an alpha, ayusha, they have a short lives. În această era a lui Kali, oamenii au vieți scurte. Lava, again, you gave And therefore, the only practical process, of course, as we know, is chanting of Hare Krishna. Și ca urmare, singurul proces practic este cântarea aceasta a Hare Krishna. But, the chanting, although it's immediately effective, deși această încântare este imediat Still has to be accompanied by basically changing of one's lifestyle. Ia trebuie să fie acompaniată de o schimbare a modului de viață. Robert introduced four regular principles. Și le propunea a introduce aceste patru principii regulative. Which to most people seems extraordinarily strict. Pentru foarte mulți oameni acestea par extraordinar de stricte. When There was one gentleman, the Marquis of Jetland. Marquis of Jetland. He was a aristocracy in England. He was at one time the governor of Bengal. El la un moment dat, în trecut, fusese la un moment dat guvernatorul Bengalului și s-a întâlnit cu Sibă Prabhupada de la anii 70. He even came to where Prabhupada was going to school, Scottish Church's College. Și a fost și la școala unde Prabhupada a mers și el la școala la colegiul special din Calcuta. Later on he went back to England. Mai târziu s-a întors în Anglia. And there he met one of Shri Prabhupada's godbrothers who had gone there to preach. Și acolo a întâlnit unul dintre discipulii lui Prabhupada care s-a dus acolo să... dintre frații lui Prabhupada care s-a dus acolo să predice. And one day he approached Shri Prabhupada's godbrother and inquired from him if he could become a Brahmin. Și l-a întrebat pe acest discipul dacă el poate să devină Brahmana. So... Brahma's God brother said, "Yes, I can make you a Brahmin." But you have to follow these four principles. No fish, no eggs. And no intoxication, no gambling. No sex. And the man immediately replied. Educated, sophisticated, aristocratic man. Impossible. As one man, one famous man in America, was told, you have this disease, if you have sex, you're going to die. 
om bogat odată în Statele Unite, un aristocrat din Statele Unite, odată i-a fost spus că are o boală și dacă mai se angajează în sex, va muri. And his response was, și răspunsul său a fost, I'd rather die. Spus, mai bine să mor. <laughs> Or his prophet was coming back from one seeing, going to the doctor in Los Angeles. Odată și era prea fost la doctorul în Los Angeles. And he passed by one movie theater. And the title of the movie was Is There Sex After Death? Probably came back to the temple in Los Angeles. And gave a lecture. And during the lecture he said, I came back from the doctor and I saw the title of the movie that we passed by was in the theater, the theater that we passed by was Is there a sex after death? So you should tell you should go when you're preaching today, because the devotees are distributing books, most of them. You should tell everyone you meet that there is sex after death. And 8,400,000 species of life. <laughs> and if people hear this, then they won't be afraid of death. <laughs> so generally speaking, to follow these principles is rather difficult for people. Therefore, yesham antikatam papam jananam punya karmanam te dvanva mohan nirmukta bhajante mam dhridavrataha That the, only those can actually act piously. Si, dorce care pot acciona pios. Actually, yesham antikatam papam Those who become free from sinful activities. Si care devin liber de activități nepăcătoase. Therefore, Prabhupada, first of all, introduced the Hare Krishna mantra. Which could give people the spiritual power, the higher taste, but which they could gradually give up their sinful lives. Without getting a higher taste, it's very hard to give up the lower taste. Fără a obține un gust superior, este foarte dificil de a renunța la gustul inferior. But certain amount of determination has to be there. Trebuie să existe o oarecare determinare. Just like one time, Robert was having Rathi Atra, festival in San Francisco. Odată, Sira Prabhupada participa la un festival Rathi Atra în San Francisco. So he asked, Shamasundar to make deities out of wood. So Shamasundar is a very good carver. But he's usually very slow in doing everything. So some time went by, still the deities weren't ready. So Shilaprabhupada went to visit Shamasundar and Malati Devi Dasi's apartment to see how the deities were coming along. 
Și la Prompa să duc să viziteze pe Shama Sundara și Mahat în apartamentul lor să vadă cum progresează. And there are different deities there. There was Lord Jagannath, Lord Baladev, in the middle of Shimati Subhadradev. Și erau aceste zeități la care a început să lucreze, la Domnul Jagannath, Domnul Baladev și în mijloc Shimati Subhadradev. So probably when he saw the deities, he saw on top of Subhadra's head was a pack of cigarettes. Și la prima parte n-a văzut zeitățile pe capul lui Subhadra Devi era un pachet de țigări. We shouldn't think Subhadra was smoking. Nu trebuie să credeți că Subhadra Devi e fumat. In any case, the brother took his cane and hit the pack of cigarettes off of Subhadra's. Și la prima parte a luat bățul lui său și a lovit acel pachet de țigări. Then he took this pack of cigarettes and showed Shama Sundara one cigarette. And he said, don't let this little thing stand between you and Krishna. And then he gave him the formula. He said, every day you smoke one cigarette. And then when you're finished with the pack, then you're finished smoking. Therefore, some regulation of one's activities has to be there. Because as Prabhupada used to say, no one died from not smoking. Not that you walk down the street and so many hundreds of people are lying dead because of lack of smoking. <laughs> Și nu mergi pe stradă și vezi că câteodată sau mai n-au murit pentru că n-au fumat. Nu, acestea, as Prabhupada said, they're called anarthas, they're unnecessary activities. Acestea sunt numite anartha, sunt activități nenecesare. But they distract one's ability to concentrate the mind. Dar ele deranjează abilitatea unei persoane de a-și controla mintea. Concentrate. De-a-și concentra mintea. <laughs> Rather than concentrating upon Krishna, concentrated on so many other materialistic subjects. But just by giving up sinful activities, that doesn't make one perfect. One has to do something positive. Uh, o persoană trebuie să facă ceva pozitiv, ceva ce purifică conștiința și ridică la un nivel superior. Therefore, it's emphasized spiritual activities, rising early in the morning, chanting the names of God. Deci, punem accent pe activitățile spirituale, trezirea dimineața de vreme și cântarea numelor. Hearing the about the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. And then one can gradually tolerate the dualities of material life. If one is able to think of a higher subject matter, then one can understand and tolerate the ups and downs of material existence. Dacă putem medita asupra subiectelor superioare, atunci putem tolera de asemenea urcușurile și coborâșurile existenței materiale. No one should think that because I'm living a spiritual life, now my material life will become simply 
happiness and pleasure. Nu putem să ne așteptăm că dacă mă angajez în viața spirituală, cum viața mea materială va deveni pur și simplu numai fericire și plăcere. In the Western world is the conception that if you have material opulence and wealth and prosperity, it means God is favoring you. In Occident există această concepție că dacă ai opulență și sănătate și putere, atunci Dumnezeu te-a favorizat. And if you're poor and lacking wealth, then you must be sinful. That conception was not there in India, at least. Prabhupada gives the example of one Brahmin that he was living with his wife. And he had a few students that he was teaching. So one wealthy king came and said, My dear Brahman, I'd like to give you some donation. I see that you're struggling. I'd like to help you. So his reply is, I don't need any help. He said, but I see you have hardly anything. He said, no, I have enough. My students go door to door and they bring me a little rice. And my wife cooks the rice. And there's a tamarind tree here. We take a few leaves from the tamarind tree and put in the rice. And I have enough. That's, that's all I need. Because that in material the modern society would seem quite extraordinary. <laughs> Matter of fact, such a person would be probably arrested for just <laughs> <laughs> being a, a vagabond. <laughs> People think life is meant to become more and more complicated. And therefore their ability to actually concentrate on one subject matter is very is, is decreased. As a matter of fact, if someone can concentrate on one subject, he's considered quite extraordinary. Although they criticize the devotees for concentrating only on Krishna. Every time you ask a devotee something, he just says, Hare Krishna. <laughs> Obviously, they're mindless. They have no more intelligence than Hare Krishna. <laughs> But they themselves value such a concentrated mind. If someone can dedicate their entire life to hitting a little ball into a hole, Then they become the object of everyone's adoration. <laughs> 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 
they're awarded with millions and sometimes billions of dollars. They're asked all kinds of questions. Now that you've become so expert at hitting that ball into a hole, <laughs> please tell me, what's the origin of the universe? <laughs> Who should I marry my daughter to? <laughs> oh, all-knowing sage. <laughs> so anyone who can concentrate their mind on some subject, they're considered to be quite advanced. But one who can concentrate his mind upon Krishna, he can tolerate the ups and downs of material existence. Then eventually one can actually value the opportunity to actually be, be conscious of Krishna. And not be distracted by other motivations. And therefore, one can actually accept doing one's activities simply to please Krishna. As an act of devotion. And therefore, there is actually reciprocation between the devotee and Krishna out of love. Then gradually, as one becomes purified, one can actually begin to understand what spiritual life is actually about. Și când o persoană devine purificată, el poate să înțeleagă despre care este valoarea vieții spirituale. And when the happiness of reciprocating with Krishna and being conscious of Him becomes very intense, then one can actually meditate upon Krishna constantly. Când această relație cu Krishna devine foarte intensă, atunci o persoană poate să mediteze asupra lui Krishna constant. And the one is actually situated on the spiritual platform. Și atunci acea persoană este situată pe platforma transcendentală. And as it said in the previous verse, at that time, one not only sees the material nature and not is attracted or averse to it. Și exact cum am citit în versul, în vers, acea persoană nu are nici atracție și nici nu aversiune față de natura materială. But one can understand how every soul is non-different part and parcel of the Supreme Soul. And therefore one is not disturbed by friends and enemies. Person is considered to be further advanced when it regards honest well wishers. Person is considered to be more advanced considered to be honest. Affectionate benefactors. Benefactors are enemies. Madhyasta, those who are mediators. Bandishu, close friends. Those who are sinful, pious. 
Sadhutra, Pitapapi, Samabudir. You can see all these different people with an equal mind. Now one can, one is never disturbed in spite of all kinds of difficulties. Because one can see everyone and everything as they're related to Krishna. Pentru că așa persoana poate să vadă totul ca fiind în legătură cu Krishna. And as Krishna says, Sarabhuta Stamatmana, Sarabhuta Nichatmani, Ikshate Yoga Yuktatma, Samatra Samadarshana. A true yogi observes me in all beings and also sees every being in me. Indeed, the self-realized soul sees me, the same Supreme Lord, everywhere. Un suflet realizat de sine mă vede pe mine peste tot și vede totul ca fiind în mine. Yomam Pashati Sarvatra Sarvam Chamai Pashati Tasyaham Napranashami Sachami Napranashati. And for one who can see me everywhere and sees everything in me, I am never lost to him, nor is he ever lost to me. Și cel care poate să mă vadă pe mine peste tot și vede totul ca fiind în mine, eu nu sunt niciodată pierdut pentru el și el nu e niciodată pierdut pentru mine. Da. Arigusha. <laughs> Mercy. So, any questions? Like existence, Rupert? Yes. Can a person practice spiritual life without feeling any pleasure, only due to his intelligence for his whole life? Poate o persoană să practice viața spirituală fără să simtă niciun fel de fericire, doar pe baza inteligenței. Plăcere, fără să simtă plăcere, doar pe baza inteligenței sale, toată viața sa. Este o viață scurtă. Este o viață scurtă. Dacă mă există și altă. Yes. You said that Krishna is all attractive because of his uh, opulences. But uh, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita that uh, whoever is attached to opulence and sense gratification cannot make uh, advancement in spiritual life. Krishna, el ați menționat cum Krishna este tot atrigător datorită opulențelor sale. Dar, pe de altă parte, Krishna spune în Bhagavad Gita că cel care e atașat de opulență și gratificare de simțuri nu poate să facă progres în viața spirituală. So how, how do we understand this? Cum să înțelegem aceasta? Well, there's spiritual opulence and there's material opulence. Există opulență spirituală și există opulență materială. The attraction to material opulence means attraction to utilizing it simply for our own selfish pleasure. Atracția pentru uh, opulența materială este de a o utiliza pentru uh, plăcerea noastră egoistă. Without any other consideration of any other purpose. Fără de a înțelege celelalte scopuri. But spiritual opulence means that things you utilize to serve Krishna. Opulența spirituală înseamnă uh, lucrurile sunt utilizate pentru serviciul lui Krishna. Just like this, but actually the soul is a servant. Sufatul este un servitor. Either he serves his senses, his body, or he serves Krishna. 
El poate să aleagă dacă să servească simțurile și corpul său sau să servească pe Cristian. El întotdeauna rămâne servitor. Întrebarea este doar pe cine servește. So, material opulence means he wants to utilize material resources to serve the demands of his senses. Opulența materială înseamnă că el folosește toate resursele pentru a satisface cerințele simțurilor. That doesn't mean, of course, we don't serve the senses by that we neglect them. But they're automatically satisfied when one engages in Christian service. Yeah, where it said that what takes yata toram mula nishek shenena trityan ditatskan dhujo kshaka prahana chali tendriana tataiva sarvahanam akiteja. Just like when water is the root of the tree, then actually the water goes to all the leaves and branches. Când o persoană udă rădăcina unui copac, apa merge la toate ramurile și frunzele. Or one serves the stomach, then actually the food goes to all the different parts of the body. Când o persoană își servește stomacul, hrana merge în toate părțile corpului. So one serves the supreme person, then actually all the demigods and everyone else is satisfied. Când o persoană servește persoana supremă, în mod natural se mizeie și toate celelalte persoane sunt mulțumite și satisfăcute. So, one serves Krishna, the soul serves Krishna, then all other material necessities of life are supplied. Când sufletul servește pe Krishna, toate celelalte necesități ale vieții sunt furnizate. Because Krishna will supply everything necessary. Pentru că Domnul Krishna va furniza tot ceea ce este necesar. But one neglects Krishna, dar dacă o persoană negrijează pe Cristo și încearcă să se bucure de resursele materiale, atunci acea persoană ajunge sub controlul energiei uzorii și este supus reacțiilor activităților. Aceasta nu este recomandată. Cristo nu e o persoană săracă. He sees, oh, you have a little opulence, I'm going to take you. Because <laughs> the mortgage on his Chintamani palaces is getting a little high. <laughs> I better get everything I can when I can. <laughs> Krishna is owns everything. Krishna is the proprietor of all things. Therefore, he is very happy to, with his devotee to share his opulences. That's why Krishna is the first to benefit from the opulence of the devotees. But if one is trying to steal from Krishna, then like a person trying to steal from Krishna, then one might get into trouble. And things that a person is doing with the devotees. Just like if you. Know that there's a very wealthy person. That if you make friends with him, he's more he's likely to give you some donation. But if you go to his house and try and steal everything, you're probably going to get into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dar dacă te duci la casa lui și încerci să furi ceva, atunci intri în dificultăți. Depinde de abordare. Alright, thank you very much. Grand Dragon Bhagavad Gita, Kija, Shri Prabhupada, Kija, 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 Kija